0: You are listening to the Hello Sport Podcast. Welcome back to the Thursday pod, being recorded on a Thursday of all days. Now, off the top, as we sit here on a couch in Byron Bay, sunny Byron Bay, this was to be the WAGS pod, but we had too many margaritas last night and everyone got a little bit, you know, either cuckoo or drowsy, mainly drowsy.
1: And we thought, you know what? Let's save the girls for another day. Let's put a pin in the girls and we'll come back to it. They just, look, they run out of puff is basically the long and the short of it. Yeah. There was also some biffs on that needed watching. We needed to watch some biffs. And I was more than content, Tom, on my holiday mm. to put the feet up Put the mic away and enjoy a nice, stiff, and yay-ho tequila. Correct.
0: Correct. Wanted to give the girls the best opportunity to represent themselves and, and us, you know, and by trying to force them into a podcast while they're full of margs and drowsy, tired. Just didn't seem right. Well, yeah.
1: You, you're right, though, because we need them to represent us mm. with aplomb. Yeah. And I don't want to roll out Elza. If she's going to give a mediocre performance, yep, it's not fair to her, but more importantly than anything, it, it reflects poorly on me. Mm-hmm. It's bad for Brand Edward. Yep. And I'm not about that. And
0: Brand Hello Sport. Yeah, that's right. And Brand Shane important. Keith Productions. And brand Shane Keith, Brand Tom, to a much, much, much lesser extent, Brand
1: Tobler. <laughs> but Brand Tobler's important. Brand
0: Tobler's a brand nonetheless. Don't you worry about that. Um... But we he- we are here, Byron, Eddie. Like we're we're in a lovely place, which is nice. It's got lots of room and lots of space, and we can we got a pool and shit. It's lovely, but unfortunately, punters and dribblers, it's blustery, overcast, and kind of fucking
1: cold. Yep, that's probably how I'd sum it up. Mm. But we're not to be deterred. No, God, no. We won't be deterred. We knew coming up here that miracles would be required in order to see the sun. We got a we got a pinch of it yesterday that may well be the miracle of which we spoke of. Yeah, and
0: I wasn't here for that miracle because our flight got delayed.
1: I can't see I can't see it improving. No. I can't see it improving. And the quicker you come to terms with that punters and dribblers, the quicker that you can go, you know what? Maybe the weather won't be on our side. Fuck it. And you
0: just let it go. Yep.
1: That's where the gold is, baby, when you let it go.
0: Let it go. Enjoy yourself. You know, make the best of a bad situation. I will say, again, flight delayed. Thank you, Sydney Domestic Airport, one of the great shitholes all time. I also want to shout out the bomb detection unit for... As we're approaching the, like, you put your bags through the scanner, you take your belt off, all that sort of bullshit, you walk through the thing, Steph's got Zoe on her in a carrier asleep, so we're doing this, like, ultra, like, you know, Mission Impossible, trying to steal a fucking treasure thing, like, slowly trying to take off this carrier whilst holding Zoe on her chest to just, like, keep her asleep still, because sleep is golden. We managed to do it. We're like, this is fucking, we're on here. Then you have to just walk through the, the little beeper thing to make sure you're all good. We make it through the beeper thing. We've got like maybe seven or eight of those tubs because it's just a family with fucking two kids. You just got so much shit. So when you, you know, when you get to the other side of those things, you're like, I am under the pump to get all my shit back on and in the right pockets and fucking get out of here so I don't cause like a traffic jam, a pile up.
1: Oh, it's a race. It's a rat it's race. It's a race.
0: And you see people behind you and you're like, sorry, bro, this is going to take a minute. So as we've come through, the bomb detection unit, the BDU, have pulled aside Steph. They've identified Steph standing there with a fucking sleeping baby on her and gone, ma'am, you've just been randomly selected. And I've looked and I've gone like, are you? I get you doing a job. So I, I only said it, me and Steph like shared and knowing. I wasn't going to have a crack at someone doing their job. But I'm like, this has got to be the worst use of bomb detection unit I've ever seen. A mother with a sleeping fucking nine-month-old on her. And then as she gets to the thing, the woman goes, now just hold your arms out like this. And she's like, how the fuck am I going to do that? She's like, oh. And then the woman with her is like, no, 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 sorry. You don't have to do that. And like, okay. Thank you so much.
1: Look, the BDU need to get this shit together. It's as simple as that. Yeah. I am going to go out on a limb and make a prediction or you know make an assumption that the BDU has never once got a positive result in the fucking in on in in these shores in this country Mm -hmm. i don't reckon they have so if you've got how long they've been doing it for 10 years yeah if you've gotten if you've got 10 years worth of negatives maybe the woman with the baby in her arms like pick someone else yeah you know what i mean I don't think anyone gives a shit if you pick someone else.
0: I don't care when I get picked, right? I get, when I get picked, I'm like, this is it. This is fine. This is what it's about. Yeah, pick me. But like a mother with a fucking baby that's asleep and then you're asking her to hold her arms out. It's like, what are we actually doing?
1: I remember I was late for a flight once when the BDU first came in and they were like, oh, can we just pull you aside for a test? And I go, can, can, like, can I say no? Because I'm in a fucking rush. And like, yeah, of course you can. I'm like, perfect. Like, went to leave and they're like, then you won't be able to board your flight. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, okay. So this is like compulsory. Yeah.
0: Don't say, yeah, you can then. Because that's just
1: stupid. <laughs> well, you've misled me. You have. And now I'm collecting my bits and my bobs yeah. and I'm about to go.
0: And you're like, oh no, sorry, you can't get on the flight. Like yet. I'm about
1: to hightail it. Now I'm running because you told me to and I've got people chasing me. Yeah. Because no, you misled me. That
0: mis- the BDU is fucking all at sea at the moment. But anyway, that's just airport, you know, to and, and fro. And coming well, and
1: sort of. I just, I need to go back to the airport quickly. I'm happy to go back there. Just because I feel like I need to. It was a fucking shit show for me. Mm. I don't know what it is about the airport and me. I don't know if we're allergic to each other now. I don't know what the fuck's going on. But every time I go there, it's a fucking absolute zoo. It's a shit show. And I ask myself, What's it how's it come to this? What's going on here? And mm. they're like staff shortages. And I'm like, okay, staff shortages. There 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 isn't a desk that isn't attended, right? So I don't know, that's doesn't appear to be a staff shortage. And then every single security line was running. And the line was fucking biblical. <laughs> if you were to line up in that thing from start to finish, if you got there four hours early and you and you didn't have an excuse to cut the line, like you know 90% of people, that's a 45-minute to an hour line comfortably. Comfortably. Lines and,
0: are just, I don't have time for lines. But if you're running, if all
1: the security issue. things are open, I'm like, where to from here? Yeah, like what's next?
0: The Harbour Bridge built extra lanes planning for growth.
1: Mate, we got I got I'm because I'm so fucking scared of that shit, I'll we get I try to get there a little bit earlier. And as we're rocking up, the line to get into the airport is like wrapped up all the way up mm-hmm. past the Maccas and shit. I'm like, oh my god, we're gonna be late again. Oh for fuck's sake, I'm gonna have to get out and walk. What a fucking shit show this is. Six in the morning, not in the mood. The Uber driver shout out to him. He goes, don't worry, I know a shortcut. And I'm like, right, righto, cunt, like, what shortcut do you know? He's like, trust me, bro. I'm like, righto, whips out, goes up, makes a left, and then finds this sneaky little tunnel that goes underneath the traffic and then back up the other side, and then you can wrap around, go up the ramp, there you go. He cut out half an hour. So to that man, I say, you're a genius, and to the cabbie that taught you about it, if you invented it, you, sir, deserve a knighthood. Will you also now remember this moving forward? Like, you'll know the way yeah, to go I'm, if you I'm driving. being a
0: little bit cagey about it. I don't want to, you know. Well, you've had your run-ins at the...
1: I'm not telling the world.
0: No, no, no. Like, I'll wanna I want mean, to know. And then you you haven't really, you've sort of tried to explain it. But no, it's not something that you want to start given out like a secret tunnel. If you found it in Mario Kart, you want to win the race. You don't want to. Dude, I'm not
1: telling people about the secret tunnel I found at the airport. That's That'll save you 45 minutes. I'm not telling anyone about that tunnel. Except me. It's secret, except you. The punter and the dribbler are going to have to work it out themselves. Yeah. Because, quite frankly, I don't care enough for you. (laughs) Like, I love you all, but you know what I mean?
0: Listen, when it comes to getting into the airport, it's a bit, it becomes competitive again. You know what? We're all just, we're all just rats at that point. And it's like, which rat knows the secret tunnel?
1: Some rats do. Some
0: rats do. Some rats
1: don't. And I, I'm here to tell you, those rats are the ones that survive.
0: No one's setting lap records
1: on Mario Kart without knowing a couple of secret tunnels. It's like, it's oh, like, oh, right. You want to beat my lap record on Wario Raceway, but you don't know the secret jumps? You're not going to win, bro. You're not going to win. I can, I can do a six-second lap. It's going to take you minutes. You know what I mean, so digest that, yeah, anyway, we're up here we're and up. life is good,
0: life's lovely, um again, not the ideal weather, but life good, Byron good we were saying just before as we were walking around, Byron has a very bushy bright eyed bushy tailed fucking exciting holiday vibe in the front facing element of Byron, you know the the Almost like the public figure, you know what I mean. Like, but then if you you just can tell getting around you that there's an underbelly of like fucking under the horde. weirdness. Yeah, weirdness. If you actually lived here and like people who have probably lived here for like you know since they were kids and grown up, you'd know about old Mackie Mcnulty or something <laughs> down on something something way who's you know was in prison and got some weird. Ch- there's just some weirdos
1: getting around everywhere. Yeah. So I'm like, what happened to that haze kid vibe? You know what I mean? There's
0: a lot of that, like, I'm looking for Theo every time. I'm not, Theo? I'm not making light of it. I'm genuinely fucking keeping an eye out for him when I'm here. I can't help it.
1: Yeah. Look, you walk past, you know, a creek and you, you just, you have, a, you have a glance. You can't, you double take. You do double take. And again, not trying to not take taking, the piss here. No, uh, that's and and we're not idea. taking the piss because I actually, the, there is a creek that I've been walking past and I've looked every time. Every time. I'm like, maybe, maybe I'll see Theo. Did they check in there? I like to think they did. We and I have sort of, we've, we've, we've cased the joint. We've cased the joint. We've gone over it. We've, we've given it some deep thought. Like to think they've worked the bushland in which we're referring to. Like to think they've worked it over. Can't be sure. Wasn't here, but like to think they have. And we haven't spoken to anyone leading the investigation. No, we haven't. This is all purely speculation. Yep. Uh, We are punters and dribblers up here. I don't even know if we've told people why we're up here. I think we did once. Maybe we did. We're up here for for a charity golf day, basically. Which starts in like an hour. Between like artists, musical artists, and industry. Now, Tom and I have been invited, quite frankly, we're not sure why. We are... It was difficult, supposedly, for the organisers to even place us because we're not in the in- music industry, clearly, and no. we're not artists. Which There's a-
0: also there's multiple versions of the poster, some of which we're not on. So I feel like we've definitely – someone's pulled some strings to get
1: us in here. Yes, I think that's exactly what's happened, which I'm okay with. I couldn't give a rat's ass. I still maintain that we should have been on the artist side of the yes. bill. Yep. I think that what we do requires a level of artistry that few possess. Yep. And I think with that in mind, it would have been nice for our skill set to be recognised. Exactly.
0: Exactly. Now we are you know, we've sort of been we've been lumped in with the suits, which <laughs> you know, whatever. That's fine. Well, it just
1: it doesn't sit right.
0: It doesn't sit right. If we look what we what we do pride ourselves on is the ability to straddle both worlds like a fucking bucking bronco and so i got one leg in camp suit one leg in camp artist if i must obviously as we've said we identify as pure artists but with the ability to straddle the the corporate world when necessary
1: look we're you know we're we're fairly comfortable with the corporate world as evidenced by the fact that we bend over often for the corporate dollar mm. we know how to you know Please a suit. Listen, I put it that
0: way. I can. I think what makes it what works well, Eddie, between you and I, when we're trying to sort of please a suit is that you have a lot of like the businessy, jargony shit that you can sort of like, you know, they ask you a question. I can sort of just go a bit quieter and then you talk about the NASDAQ or about fucking Mm. exchange rates.
1: Yeah. Inflation. Suits love the Nasdaq, dude. Dude,
0: that's all. That's all it's about.
1: It's all Nasdaq stocks, bear markets, bull markets, yeah. dude. I'll be rocking in there day with with a, with a lot of bear market rhetoric. Yeah,
0: and and like fucking you know, MJ Bale talk. You know. Yeah. Yeah. P Johnson tailors. P Johnson, who's your tailor? Yeah. Who's our tailor? Where'd
1: you get your business card done? Yeah. What sort of fucking office printer are you running these well, days? What sort of ink? What sort of ink you using? How many fucking sheets per minute SPMs are you running on that thing? Yeah, yeah. Um, but what's your what's your blue chip stocks yeah, looking yeah. like? You know, XL that Excel sort of shortcuts.
0: Excel shortcuts. You know,
1: tech's in a really bad place right now. It's it's undergoing a tremendous revaluation. Yeah. You know, crypto's up against it, but what's the long term outlook? Well, I mean, like c- crypto's
0: up against it now, but like, is it really all coming back? Is you it know? coming is back? It... Where
1: do you see NFTs? What's the future of the NFT? Is this like the tech bubble burst of 1998, or is it something new and different? <laughs> you know, and fresh. The dot
0: com boom, Eddie. I
1: mean, yeah, you know, where's Wall Street at? Where do you see inflation in the next six to twelve months? Is,
0: I mean, are these interest what, rates just going to keep going up? I is mean, there an end? Is there an end
1: in sight for this? Is monetary policy up to it anymore? Does uh, uh, has the RBA been short sighted?
0: <laughs> All the while, we've had at least two gummies, and we're barely hanging on. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've had yeah. more than I've had I've had a gummy too many. Um I'm you know. off looking at birds while everybody... <laughs> Uh you know, few or four, four or five techies under the belt. A <laughs> couple of te- Yeah, couple of goal blokes.
0: today is to keep a consistent buzz on from about one till whenever we call it.
1: Which is God knows when. Yeah. Now the golf swing I haven't hit a club since we pumped simmy and scope. And yeah. scope what three months ago two months ago
0: i'm not sure i think i may have played once with my old man and my brother and it was fucking disgraceful like bad 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 and you know what i'm most terrified for and by the time punters and jibbles are listening to this it will have already happened so just know that but i'm terrified for the first tee
1: i hope we're not i hope we're off relatively late
0: i'm happy to be late i just don't want to I don't want to be first, but I also...
1: Could you imagine if we get shoehorned into being first?
0: You know what, Eddie? some If, if we get shoehorned into being first, we just got to rise to the occasion. But I can see myself just pushing this thing into a fucking bush.
1: <laughs> it's more about the top than I...
0: Yeah, you know what? As long as I... If, I if
1: just, it gets aerial, give a fuck.
0: Yeah, if I can just get onto it, I go, well, listen, you know what? I didn't account for my natural slice. That's my own fault, but it's also like... Sometimes power equals slice, but as long as I can just get onto one off the top, if I hit the first one good, I am happy to have a horseshit day.
1: I don't care. No. I also hope we're together. I've been over this many times. I would find it, you know, bizarre. In bizarre the extreme. in the extreme is exactly what yeah. I was gonna say. Yeah. If we were to be split up, because mm. we are a duo. Yeah, you, know, I mean, you sort of we don't if, do as well on our own.
0: Definitely not. I think we're we're stronger together. You know, we are the sum of our parts. That's right. Um, and what good's a fucking you know a remote without a battery, or an iron without an ironing board?
1: Yep. A ping pong table without a ping pong ball and racket
0: paddle or net. You just got you're just dealing with a the table then.
1: Pool table without the pool balls. Yeah. You get it. Punters and dribblers. You get it. I also wouldn't be surprised if Tom and I went out there today and fucking, like, absolutely smoked it yeah. and came away with the chockies. That yeah. wouldn't surprise me either.
0: Get chaired off. <laughs> That's what I'm... I wouldn't be surprised if that happened. If we got chaired if off? we got chaired off. Nine holes as well, you know. Spotify so like, under
1: one shoulder, fucking Rolling Stone under the other.
0: Yeah, and then we're holding fucking, you know, Bernard Fanning's, like, asking for photos. Yeah, That's and we're like, scene.
1: not not right now, Bernard. We're yeah, in the sorry, throes. We're, we're in the throes of victory here, right?
0: <laughs> in a minute, Bernard.
1: For God's sake, don't ask again. <laughs> <laughs> fucking hell, mate.
0: I'll I'll go to water if I see him. I'm not a big like star guy, you know.
1: Are you a Fanning guy?
0: No, as in I'm a big. I fucking love Powderfinger. I love Bernard Fanning. He's like one where you're sort of like, holy shit, that's Bernard Fanning. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, yeah, Bernard's a big name.
0: Oh, he's a big dog, dude. It's Bernard fucking Fleming. Powderfinger, Powderfinger,
1: Powderfinger, great name. So that's where we're at, punters and dribblers. Um, I'll be sort of flopping around at Splendor tomorrow, I think, for a little bit. Me and Els will go out there and see what's what.
0: Are you going to be out there? Do you reckon you're going to go and rip?
1: Well, we'll just see what happens.
0: Get through to the Gorillas.
1: Maybe I'm not going to say yes or no to anything. Yeah, I'm jealous. I'm not that sort of operator,
0: but. For some of you that maybe are new to the podcast, I uh Tom here, father of two, husband to one. Uh and so there's not really much chance of me going and fucking ripping. I'm gonna do some ripping and tearing tonight, and then I can take it or leave it with Splendor. Like if I would have gone to just see the gorillas, which is like that's fucking very loud what you're doing with your mic there, buddy. sorry mate. Um But they're playing at like eleven, so I just Eleven. Like, I think they're the last. Well, maybe it's not 11. That would probably be wrong by me. They are just the last act on Friday night. Again,
1: see how we go. See what transpires out there. If it's piss and rain, then you can beat it. Yeah,
0: I'm catching up with a mate as well. Simmy P, shout out to him. Manly's playing against the Dragons, I think. So I'll be able to make a nice little evening of fucking Byron vibes. Just
1: a beautiful night in.
0: Yeah, beautiful night in. Cook some dinner. Slash maybe
1: get something delivered. Probably just get some peach or something, man. I wouldn't overthink it. I wouldn't be overthinking it. I wouldn't be overthinking it.
0: <laughs> Last night was good. We uh we went and had some dinner at Bang Bang's, which is fucking great food. I'll tell you that much for free. Phenomenal f- f-
1: It's an efficient establishment. At least it was for us. The fucking Margies were rolling thick and fast. I was rocking her Tommy's. Tommy was rocking her Spice Tommy's. And the food was prompt and delicious and nutritious, and it just rolled out in orderly fashion. So shout out to Bang Bang for getting us through, for getting us nourished for what was to come. Mm-hmm. Because when you sit down to watch No Limit fights on Fox, in our experience on KO, that's the that's where we like to do our work. You need a bol a body. A, A belly full of sustenance, Tom. Is that fair to say? Uh,
0: Dude, it was exactly what was required for us to get, I mean, as close to horizontal as you'd get in this weather. So it was probably at about, I'm going to say maybe like 130, 120. uh, That's degrees um, of horizontal, of lay. And post up on the couch with some Añejo, some gummies, and our girls. And then they went to bed and we sat there and just watched Well, they were there for they were there. They went to they went to bed after Simmy's fight. They watched Simmy. They like watching. They got all the way up to Simmy. The girls like Simmy. They do. They (laughs) wanted to check out how Simmy went. Now, I mean, first off, Ashton Sim uh Tarik Sims, Misso, Ashley Sims, she fought some chick. No disrespect to the other chick, but that was how I remembered the name, and she got knocked the fuck out. Knocked the fuck out. The last fight she was in, Ashley Sims. Was like one of the best female fights I've ever seen in that it was just a brawl. I don't know that either of them were like high end technical, not knowing much anyway, but they beat the fuck out of each other. I thought it was a rematch, it wasn't a rematch, but Ashley Sims got fucking like she was sort of they were stopping the fight as she was kind of knocked out, and then the chick just landed one more and it just dropped out of
1: the ground. It was brutal stuff. Yeah. It was brutal stuff. It was a war, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. A war, that's for sure. But she got fucked up. <laughs> like, there's nothing else to really. No. I don't know how else you want me to call that. No. Other than to say that it was pretty brutal to see. But it was good. Yep. It was really good.
0: Then, what about the one with the one that was a fucking cracker? Was that uh, the Irish guy and the Islander fella, Ioanni? Foley? Was a Foley and Yuani?
1: Yep, something like that.
0: And it got stopped for bleeding, but like they were going at it. It was a fucking great night of fights. That was one of my, the best no limit cards I think I've seen for like enjoyable biffs top to bottom.
1: Oh. I would say so. I would say definitely. The boys went out, and girls went out there and just threw down. Mm. It was fucking hilarious. Yeah, I was loving every second of it, especially with a bit on board. I was, I was in a good mood yeah, to. We were chipper. To marinades. <laughs> we were chipper. It was a lot of fun.
0: Then our boy Jordan Simi taking on the grub Justin Hodges.
1: Wasn't sure what to expect.
0: No. Well, listen, we we our financial... I knew what I wanted. I, I kn- knew what I wanted to happen. Yeah. We had uh, a little wager on Simi to win. Now, I don't want Simi to hear this and think that we're in any way disappointed with the result from a gambling perspective. Now, we are, but that's not... You know, it's not his fault. No, it's, it's it's he's part he played a part in it, but it's not it's also Justin Hodges' fault.
1: Well, he play, sure Sime played a role in his loss. And we're not upset with Simi for no, that. We're not. We're just merely pointing out that we'd invested money in him. We had. We we saw a prize pig and we thought that That's, thing's gonna win the show.
0: Yeah, this thing's gonna win the Dubbo show.
1: Now, in the fullness of time, as it turned out, you know that investment didn't pay off no it didn't the pig came second yep. and
0: where we leave with our, uh, our pockets empty
1: Well, we don't leave it with that we don't leave with a gong we don't leave no. with first place medallions the ribbons and, and we don't know, leave with the, the, the photo in the
0: in the paper
1: that's all right that's fine Simi went in big and thick big 109
0: 109kgs he's a big motherfucker isn't he
1: that's a big boy right there that's a big, big boy. There's not many people one ten and above, and he's not fat. You know what I mean? He's just, he's just no, cat- no. He's, he's just a big, thick boy. He's a big frame. Yeah. And I thought when I saw that, I saw the reach, I saw the the height, the weight. I thought, okay.
0: I've never been able to get Justin Hodges getting flatlined by Darcy Lussick out of my brain, and so ever since then, anytime Justin Hodges is fighting, I've always thought like he's a he's he's a chance of getting fucking knocked out of you. Now that either. Either he's improved, which I'm sure he has to some degree, or Darcy Lussick is just a real motherfucker. In fairness to Darcy, he did also fight Gal.
1: That's that's a good point. I do think that he's improved quite a bit. I remember in that first fight against Lussick, it was more haymakery. It was a bit like...
0: Yes, definitely haymakery.
1: A bit more windmill But vibes. I feel
0: like that's almost what you need to do when you're fighting. Because like, neither of them are doing like slick boxing. So I was, I was kind of hoping for... Geordie, I was like, I'd like for him just to get in there and just swing. Just swing, Francis and Garnu style, hope that one connects and then
1: it's good night nurse. Well that's what we were hoping. We were definitely hoping for a good night nurse. He tired pretty quickly. You know what I mean? Well, and
0: I you saw it on the um a lot of the YKTR stories and shit like Ice. It was like the Vape King, you know, Simi the Vape King, it sort of got the better of him. Vape lung is going to make it tough to go with a Justin Hodges or anyone really. No. Yeah,
1: it's going to. It's going to make it really tough. Vape lung is not – doesn't go well with elite sport, I don't think. No. Just running an eye over things last night, I don't think vape lung helps Simi at all. But I think he's better for the run, put it that way. Certainly. I, I think he goes back to the drawing board. He assesses what worked, what didn't, and, you know, maybe puts the vape down, gets to work, comes gets to back work some, bigger, better, league. faster, stronger. and you know, ready for his first W. But he sold the fight well. He got around a lot in the Hello Sport hat, which we appreciate. I we think love it, that. I think it worked for him. Well, I
0: think that that... You, in From no a marketing s- perspective. Yeah, 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 Well, absolutely. I think that's certainly probably attributed to a large portion of the pay-per-view buyers was just that the Hello Sport hat was seen throughout, you know, and it was like, oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, look, people were, were looking to buy a pay-per-view buy. It was free, and people still wanted to pay because... Yeah. because he was rocking a Hello Sport hat in yeah. the promos. Yeah,
0: literally. People paid and it was completely free on KO. So, <laughs> so work that out. That's the power of the hat, though. We know that. We know that hat. You know, it comes with power.
1: The hat comes with power. We know that. The hat comes with power. Now, we move on to Sammy Goodman.
0: Well, I don't even... Yes, we do. But also, you know, I don't really remember much of Sammy's fight. No disrespect.
1: No, only, other, only to say that Sammy got the W. Yeah. Sammy Goodman, bit of a cult, cult uh, hero. Uh, Semi Goodman. Uh, 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 and then it goes something like that. Yeah, it's, and just it's that beat. It.
0: Now, for those of you going, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I didn't watch the fights. If you didn't watch the fights, you're silly. But he's a local product, ninth in the world in, in one of them, in one of those divisions, in one of the boxing <laughs> fucking promotions, ninth in the world. Um,
1: They were fighting last night for the WBO Intercontinental... Oceana. Oceana. started off with
0: the Oceana WBO Intercontinental IBF. It was fucking
1: ridiculous. Belt of the region. We're like, good Lord, that's a mouthful.
0: It's a mouthful. But anyway, Sammy Goodman, a local boy, Central Coast, the gong, and he's got a shitload of fans who just rock up to all his fights and cheer him on. So good for Sammy. He got a win. Good for him. He beat some guy who was a former world title contender, a bit older. Sure. Main event, main event, main event, main event. Big fight, big fight. Nikita Zhu, the butcher, and Ben Horn, the larvae.
1: Fucking good fight. Fucking good fight, mate. Butch is a butcher. Butch has got butcher in him. He is fucking jacked. He he reminds me a little bit of Gennady Golovkin in his appearance and his thickness through the middle. Mm. His trunk. His trunk. If it, as it were, he butchered the larvae early. Like, well,
0: like the way he was hitting the larvae's body was akin to Rocky pounded slabs of
1: meat in a butcher in, in the cool room. In the in the how many rounds were there? I think there were six. Can't remember. Maybe there was. That's assuming there was six. The sixth and final round, the larvae. Ben Horn had been hit 94 times around the body. Like he'd been, he'd landed 94 fucking body punches.
0: Dude, the punches were ripping, dude. He was absolutely ripping him to the body. It was ridiculous.
1: Could you imagine getting punched 94 times in the side? That would fuck you up.
0: And Ben was like, you know what? After the fight, none of them hurt me. I'm like, okay, Ben, well, that's fucking impressive.
1: Ben is a tough cunt.
0: Ben is a tough cunt. Now, like I'd, there's I'd, no I'd, other way to put it. I'd hate to see the state of his internal organs today, and you know how mushed they
1: are. If they're not mushed, I'm not here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, simple as that. He took some fucking punishment throughout that yarn, and it was it was like, oh my god, is he gonna drop him? Well, in the final... and then he just kept walking forward, and in the final round, at the end, I'm like, oh my god, he's gonna he's gonna knock him out,
0: dude. If that round went for A minute longer, he could have stopped Zoo. He fuck, he rocked him, dude. He rocked him. He had him wobbled, and yeah. I mean, you're not saying saved by the bell, but it was. Nikita was the most hurt of either of them throughout the whole fight. Ben never looked like like Ben was getting fucked up at times. He never got properly wobbled though, like Nikita did at the end. He got fucking rocked, dude rocked.
1: He was the most wobbly. Yes. Definitely.
0: But like clearly won the fight, but it's like, you know, you know, it's like in, in fights where there are rules and shit, you can, but if it's like a fight to the death, you're like Ben, looks like Ben might've won that one.
1: That's literally, honestly, if they were fighting to the death, I think Ben Horn wins that because his ability to take a body shot, to take a shot to the head and keep walking forward was very, very impressive. He's a man that's prepared to go out there and go, you know what? Mush up the organs. I don't care. Don't need them. Don't need them. Don't need my organs. He's that sort of operator. Now, if you're prepared to go, I'll sacrifice my organs for a W, then you're in trouble. But you're in big trouble. Yeah,
0: you're in big trouble.
1: As evidenced by the end of the sixth round where it was looking for all money like Nikita Zo was going to get knocked out. Now, There were calls from Ben at the end to run it back and do a a horn zoo too. I don't know if we'll be seeing that. No, I don't. But I would watch it.
0: I'd watch it. I'd definitely watch it. I don't know. You know what? Maybe because the fight was good now, it's a little bit more needle movie. Like as in maybe they do go again. Or maybe it's just one they can always do again. But it's like, you know, Nikita's trajectory and the larvae's trajectory in terms of you know, careers. I don't think the larvae has much in front of him in terms of boxing. Like Nikita might be his Zenith.
1: That's like, that was, that's the end of his journey.
0: Well, I don't think he's going to be pushing on to world's world title fights.
1: No. We were saying, it's like, if you go to someone's fight record, like Canelo Alvarez's or something, the, there's, you go back, right back to the start. There's always, there's, there's plenty of blokes on there that, you have to beat on the journey to greatness, and maybe Ben is just one of those, one of those. stepping stones for for a young Nikita yes. on the rise.
0: Nikita stepping on the stone that is the literal stone, the literal
1: stone that is Ben Horn,
0: Benjamin the larvae horn.
1: It was good to see three and Glenn in the ring last night. Three
0: and Glenn, Glenn Rushton, the Dolphin Palace fame uh, boxing trainer. Back in there for for, for Jeff's little, little brother, little kid brother. And Jeff himself in the corner.
1: Jeff was there, Tim was there, three N Glenn was there. It was fucking glorious.
0: And a, a wily old dribbler pointed out that Nikita's coach also a Glen, and this was the second Glen bowl we had. When Nikita, when when Tim and and Jeff fought, the coaches were two Glens, Glenn Rushton of two N Glen fame and the other Glenn of one end Glenn, and he took Glenn Rushton's end after that. He has since taken another of Glenn's ends after last night. So I'm not – I can't remember how many ends Glenn had left, but I'm thinking he might have lost all his ends at this point.
1: Well, I'm trying to remember. Was he a three-end Glenn or a two-end Glenn? See, this is where I get sort of bogged down yeah. in, in the minutiae of it. This is my account, punters and dribblers. I'm happy to be proven wrong. If he was a three-end Glenn, he's now a one-end Glenn. If he was a two-end Glenn, he's now a Glee.
0: He's a Glee or a Gle.
1: <laughs> Will he be a Gle? He'd be a Gle. Because Glenn, Gle, yeah. says it, stop short.
0: No, nah, he's a Gle. If it was that he started with two instead of three, that's for you, know, that's for you guys to remind us of.
1: Gle Rushton. Or he can take the end from Rushto and be Glenn Rushto.
0: I don't know whether I'd allow that.
1: You wouldn't allow it?
0: No, I wouldn't allow that.
1: You can't borrow to Peter from, to feed Paul? No, nah, you nah. can't.
0: You can't borrow from Rushton to feed Glenn or Glare.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so there, well, that's official then. You can't You can't borrow from Rushton to nah. feed a Gle.
0: <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> I'm glad we cleared that up. Um... But, yeah, dude, congrats to the Rose Boys to No Limit. It was a hell of a biff. Hell of a biff. Um, we also had our first episode of All Talk on SEN. Uh, we go to air last night with the great and powerful and horny and red James Graham. That's available on the SEN app right now. The YouTube, the full YouTube, will be up on Hello Sports YouTube channel on Sunday. We'll put it up on our uh, channels on Sunday as well. But... Um, very pleased with it I thought I think that, that it was a great yarn with our boy Jimmy, Jimmy James Graham um, the extended version will be on our podcast as well so obviously it has to be sh- uh, sort of shortened to some degree for radio but the full and uninterrupted version with big boy Jimmy will be on uh, our podcast channels YouTube channels at Aladaladal
1: it will be, Sunday 6pm on our Sunday 6pm,
0: at, at Al, at Al, We also jumped on to, we had a radio interview yesterday.
1: We did, mate. We've been busy. Yeah, we have been busy. We just fucking... We just come up to buy and We're still working our dicks yeah, off. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Doing this podcast on radio last night. You know, talking to... What is that show, Tom?
0: Oh, The the Run Home with the Joel run home. and Fletch. That's it. But, but Fletch wasn't there, so it was The Professor.
1: That's right. That's so right. So Joel
0: and The Professor.
1: We talked all things, you know, Salary cap. What do they have to do on SCN to get us on board? Obviously, our fee is steep. We all know this. We all know this.
0: The thing, I mean, I'm not huge on, I think I even, we said it on the fucking interview that like live, live isn't our go, right? Like live radio, like the podcast or games much better for us where it's like we can say whatever the fuck we want without like with a safety net of like, well, you know, it's not live. So doing the interviews themselves is always a bit like, ugh. But some dribbler sent in, uh, like an email or a text thing to to the radio station it was like ask the boys about whether Phil Gould gave Trent Barrett the tenth. <laughs> <It laughs> fucking it threw me. I was like, holy shit! They're like, what's the tenth? And we were like, oh, my, oh god. my god, mate! The tenth can be found at a sex shop, fellas. That's about all.
1: I shout out to that dribbler for sending that in because yeah. that's fucking. Genius. I think his
0: name was Troy or Chad, and that seems like or it. Trent. Or Trent. No, it wasn't Trent. Troy or Chad, and I think if you're a Troy or a Chad, that's exactly what I would expect for you to send in. Like it's a very—I was pleased with that.
1: It, it had plenty of Troy and Chad about it. Yep. That's for sure. As the rains as fall, the rain. look as the rain comes in. I I wouldn't be I wouldn't be displeased, Tom, if they go. You know what? Too wet for golf.
0: Just come and have a few.
1: Why don't we just go to the clubhouse? Put your feet up. We'll get some nachos. Music on. Get some. Get fucking Get these doritos, bloody acts to
0: work. Put them to work. Put the
1: and we just sit down and we grade everyone and we yeah. go, mate. No thanks. Your voice isn't up to it. Or <laughs> you got you can you can make some improvements here, here, and here. So
0: you're so you'd be given some like some. some well, I think you some, and I'd be
1: running an eye over the cattle, time. right?
0: Well, I what I would like to see personally, Eddie, is you grade them based on your ability to get the cravat dance going. Like if this if the music is worthy of cravat dancing.
1: As in if it if I start to feel something. Because the cravat dance, this might shock people, is involuntary. Yeah.
0: You don't control when it happens, so it's like what we do is we sit you near the stage, we get you a cravat, engage with you just like normal, you know, we just sit there and have a chat, but at some point the music is gonna take hold of you and you're gonna be compelled to get up and start cravat dancing.
1: I will. And the cravat dance is, uh, what's the word? Contagious. Yes. So if we've got a room full of industry heavyweights all cravatting together. Industry that, heavies. That's when you know that the music's good. Yeah. So I don't know how we got there.
0: Well, it's a BYO cravat.
1: Uh, oh, the rain. Yeah, the rain. So shout out to SCN. Shout out to Fletch and fucking Joel. Joel. And the professor. And the professor, that's right. It's good to to be on board.
0: Great Great to be on board. Great to be on board. Now, Eddie, when we talk rugby league on this show, we do it- What, this show? Yeah, this show. Oh, this show. Yeah, this one here. This one you're listening to right now. We do it thanks to our good friends at KO, the home of rugby league.
1: The home of rugby league football. That's where it resides. It resides on KO. Yep. I don't think that- I need to convince anyone.
0: Well, if you need convincing, you're a loser.
1: You're you're a loser. As the parrocko,
0: man, man, uh, uh, manly. Yep. Friday. Yep. Are we the first game of the round? No, well, there's
1: a Thursday game, Tom.
0: Oh, there is a Thursday game, of course. Well, let me just get that up on my phone, if I may, Edward.
1: That's fine with me, mate.
0: Like, you don't mind if I was to do that, do Friday you?
1: Friday night, 6pm, Manly versus the Dragons at Net Strata Jubilee worst Oval. Worst name? Worst name in rugby league? It's the worst name in, in all of rugby league football in the history of the great game. Net Strata Jubilee Oval. It Look.
0: sounds like a, a a regional boxing title. What's Net Strata mean? It seems like a regional boxing title... Uh, you know, the Net Strata, Jubilee, Oceana, lightweight belt.
1: What the fuck is Net Strata? What is that?
0: I know what Strata is.
1: Just call it Jubilee Oval and move on with it. Is yeah. that a Strata company that's fucking sponsored this thing? Good Lord. Or it's a Net company that's combined with a Strata company to, combine, to create to, to, Net Strata.
0: So we got uh, – that's Manly v. the Dragons – Manly hump, manly hump, manly hump. There's did you hear the yarn that Tommy's thinking of coming back this year? Like just
1: Oh, to Tommy, this is this is your brother speaking. Woo up. Yeah. Woo up. Mate. Woo up. There's no fucking point in risking further injury. Let's get the body right, mate. Let's get the body right. So that starting next season. We don't have any more time off football.
0: We're good to go. We're good to go. We're good to go. No, we're good just, to go. We're I'm good to go. Like, out. as
1: of next season, 24 games plus finals plus origin. That's what we need out of here. Yeah. And we need that for the next 10 years. So you just woo up, bro.
0: That'll be another Daly M season as well.
1: Just woo up, bro.
0: So, manly. Manly, manly, manly.
1: Yeah? Ins and outs. Do you want me to do it? Jake
0: got it. I found it. Jake's <laughs> Jabojevic out. That's, a, that's an out.
1: Well he's got COVID. Yeah. Now I don't know if Tobler got those flowers to him. I hope he did.
0: If he hasn't, there's some there's there's trouble.
1: We'll, there's we'll, trouble. We'll follow that up today. Is Andrew Davey out? Didn't he get COVID as well?
0: I didn't know that. Doesn't seem like it. Craig Davy been named in the twelve. Check that. Maybe it's not been updated. But Ruben there, Saab there, Harps there, Cooler there. Tua Peloto, Foreign, Daly, best halfback in the comp. Kepi, Croker, Joshi Alloyer. Yeah, mate, we're still fucking ready to do the damn thing. Jesus Christ, Sipley at 13 is interesting. Why would you do that, I wonder?
1: Yeah, five hours ago, Manly Cop's second COVID blow.
0: Fuck me in the ass. Well, I guess Schuster will probably start then. If Schuster doesn't start with Craig Davey out...
1: Well, then- Andrew Davy still play. According to the Daily Telegraph, Andrew Davey is set to be ruled out alongside Jake Truboevich after contracting COVID-19. Truboevich wasn't named while Davey's slot is expected to be taken by Josh Schuster, while Ben Truboevich is tipped to come into the bench. There we go. Keep an eye on that. I don't know how you could report that Andrew Davey has COVID and isn't playing unless he does. You know what I mean? Seems he, interesting. Either he, he either has it or he doesn't. And he's either on the side or he's not. Like, I don't see where there is...
0: Does he have COVID? Doesn't he have COVID? It's
1: a bit ambiguous for mine, yeah. and I don't like it.
0: Ambiguity is...
1: Your ambiguity killed the cat. Know that. The mother of sin. It is. The mother of all evil. Ambiguity. Yep. So that's manly. Manly will hump. Manly will hump. Manly will hump. And we will... Hump. in their own territory put an end to the Dragons season which I'm looking forward to above all ending seasons yep that's what turns me on
0: now the Dragons have got Corey Oates coming back Kurt Capewell Patty Carrigan Payne Haas
1: that's the Broncos so what did I say you said the Dragons oh, I'm a fucking idiot okay this no. is great podcasting this is holiday podcasting this is holiday podcasting I don't know what, why. What's, what's with the Broncos why'd you bring that up <laughs>
0: Because I went back to Thursday night and I was just sort of having a look at the game on Thursday. So
1: tonight's game?
0: Yeah, tonight.
1: Who are they playing? Parramatta. Parramatta. I heard Benji Marshall's first of call first order of business. He's getting Mitch Moses to the Tigers. Sure. Which surprises me because was it not Benji Marshall that at the start of the season said Luke Q is going to win the Daly M?
0: Luke Keary.
1: Not Luke Keary, Luke Brooks?
0: Uh, Potentially, but that also might have been uh, like... He did say that, actually. He He said it. He did say it.
1: Benji said Brooks would win the M this year. It's not come to fruition. They
0: put some pressure on that boy.
1: It didn't seem necessary to me to say, to to put out there into the universe that you expected Brooks to win M because... No one
0: expects that. And it was never I think
1: happen. I think what have been would have been more reasonable of Benj was to go, I think he holds on to his first grade spot. Mm. You know? I think
0: he I think he starts playing some good, consistent rugby league football.
1: That's a realistic goal to have set.
0: I think just interestingly, because there was the the slip of the tongue there that you had where you said that Benji tipped Keary over uh to windaliam when you met Brooks, but I wonder why, obviously, concussion issues aside, the Tigers could potentially go for Kiri. Or is it like, in terms of the fact that I see the Roosters trying to move on Kiri with Joey Manu being as hot as he is. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. And then you've got Sam Walker as the young emergent throbber. So whether the Tigers would pick up someone like that, but then if you've got you know the concussion issues are real,
1: it's an interesting question, Tom. And I'm not really sure where they're at internally. I don't know where the concussion sort of things landing with Kyrie at the moment, but there's no doubt in my mind that Joey Manu, based on what I've seen in two games of football, is is playing better than Kyrie has this season.
0: He's just he's in just that a, jumper. Yeah, well, you'd probably argue he's a better player generally. Now, I mean, maybe that's harsh. I don't know. Kiri's won three comps. Joey is won. Well, Joey has won two.
1: Yeah, exactly. Kiri's done it from the driving seat, though. I think's the difference. Yes, I. I don't know what they're going to do with Kiri. It's an interesting situation, but we do know that the dra- the Roosters have no hesitation in fucking people off. Yep, it's a family club. They look after their own, but they also prepare to throw them away. So yep.
0: they can. Oh, they don't mind. They don't mind binning a. Been a, a favourite son if they have to.
1: Oh, they'll be in a favourite son if it comes down to it. Not a problem.
0: They—they're all about morals and family and ethics until the son, the favourite son, you know, gets a little punchy. Or no, that's not fair. Until the favourite son, you know, isn't playing that well. <laughs> or there's a hotter favourite son around. <laughs>
1: Well, it's just like, you know, sometimes your favourite son changes. You were the favourite, now I've got a new favourite.
0: Yeah, yeah. And now, it's almost like, you know.
1: It's like Woody when Buzz came along, you know.
0: That's exactly what it's like.
1: It's like no one wants to play with me anymore. Andy,
0: the Roosters. Yep. Loves toys. Yep. Or players. Correct. Andy gets favourites. Woody.
1: Yep. Woody was the favourite, which is Kiri.
0: Kiri. Mitchell Pierce. It's your Then Buzz Lightyear comes along. Cooper Cronk. Does more shit. Plays better.
1: Yeah. Is a space ranger. Is a Has laser. Player. Has wings. Uh, voice activation. Voice activation. And He's got a karate kick and shit. Can fly. So, and he does prove it in the first set that he can fly. He can fly. Or at least falls with style. And, you know, all of a sudden... You can't blame Andy. All of a a sudden, you know, you've lost your fucking mind and you're pushing your mate out the window, you know?
0: Yeah, exactly. You're committing, you know, toy-aside.
1: Toy-aside, high treason, you know? Pushing
0: your mate out a window. Shit that'll get you locked up in a
1: fucking fast-track court appearance at The Hague, like...
0: Yeah, or the toys version of The Hague.
1: Now, I don't want to suggest that Kiri... Is Woody, and that he's looking to push Joey Manu out a, a more metaphorical or literal window. I don't want to suggest that. No, I'm just drawing parallels to one of the great Pixar films all time. Yeah, and I think we can all agree that the similarities are starting to mount. Yeah,
0: and it's concerning. We're concerned to you know we don't like to have to draw attention to it. That's not something that we revel in, but the fucking the facts are the facts.
1: Facts are facts, and I'm paid to give them, handsomely, paid handsomely, <laughs> paid a disgusting amount of money to give my opinion
0: <laughs> on the similarities between Toy Story and the current situation at the Roosters. <laughs> Toy Story One,
1: Toy Story One, Toy Story One. Toy Story 1. Toy Story 2 was about getting Woody back because he got stolen by a big fat guy in a chicken suit at a garage sale.
0: (laughs) So I don't know how that one works yet. Well, leave that with with us. Leave that with us. That might... That's for another Thursday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, yeah. We need time to work out what the fuck that means.
1: That's for another Thursday. Um...
0: There are there any other games of note this weekend that we should be uh, paying attention to, Eddie? Before we sort of say "Sayonara," which is goodbye in Japanese, for those idiots that don't know, is it is it Japanese? Fuck! Now I'm now I'm concerned. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It, yeah, it is. Really? Yep. Sayonara.
1: I thought it was Spanish. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, now I'm going to have to check, but I know it is. <laughs>
1: Um, Other games of note, punters and dribblers as I run an eye over things. Obviously, the Penrith Panthers take on the Sharks. That'll be a good game. And the Rabbits take on the Storm.
0: First thing people have asked, is Sayonara a Spanish word? No, it's not, baby.
1: It sounds fucking Spanish as fuck. That was probably unnecessary use of the language there, but... That's all right.
0: Uh, Yeah, it's Japanese. I was right, thank God. I I did Japanese when I was uh, in primary school.
1: I I reckon most people wouldn't know that it was Japanese if I had just make an assumption.
0: Leave a, uh, it's not in YouTube. Leave a comment on the fucking Instagram if you can be asked. Um, maybe Eddie, but like again, and this isn't to draw attention to your shortcomings generally, but you didn't realize that chickens were sold raw. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, and I cooked. didn't
1: think. I didn't think whole chicken. I didn't know that you would bought whole chicken.
0: Right. Yes. Yeah. So that's so exactly do you reckon that's linked? Saying. Do you well, reckon they're linked? They're linked in the sense that it's not as dumb that you don't know what sayonara is. I don't think it's even dumb at all. Like, you just don't know Japanese, and that's okay. No way. I, I also learned Japanese growing up.
1: Yeah, so you're in a distinct advantage.
0: I'm at a distinct advantage. But also, like, do you know where Konichiwa was from? Yes. Why do you know that?
1: Don't know. Bonjour. Yeah, but they're like. What? Yeah.
0: You know? So maybe just. Get a bit more worldly, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I know you're from Dubbo, and you probably, you know, you hadn't, you didn't even know that other countries existed until you were
1: fucking, basically, well, what, fifteen, sixteen? Yeah, maybe, maybe a bit older. But what that's the, okay.
0: <laughs> what's the name of that movie, the M Night Shyamalan movie where they're all living in like a fucking bush? The village? The Village. Dubbo's a bit like The Village, I think.
1: I really like The Village.
0: I saw it once, and then I, I don't really remember it. To be honest, I know the whole
1: fucking. Twist, but... You know the twist? Yeah. Yeah, I know the twist. Yeah. It's a good twist. It's a fucking good twist. It's a really good movie by M. Night. He hit the ground
0: running. Has he sort of petered out with his Shyamalanian-ishness?
1: I think Shyamalanian's still doing the Shyamalanian thing, but I think that now that everyone knows that Shyamalanian is the Shyamalanian guy, that you're looking for a twist the whole time, time. as opposed to just being lumped on one. Because
0: he was Sixth Sense, wasn't he? Yeah. Hell of a twist.
1: Hell of a twist.
0: An oliver twist. Well,
1: it will an oliver twist. He also did uh I can't remember. He did some other stuff. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. I can see it in my
0: This would be this would be where we'd ask Dave to look it up and then Dave would come up with like Martin Scorsese's fucking History of film. Yeah, like, he did Holy good- shit, he did Goodfellas? He did The Godfather? Oh, the what the f- fuck? Dave's like, I'm looking at it right now. This is what it is. Also, while I'm roasting Dave, flapjacks are a pancake in America, not a fucking muesli bar, like he told us. Yep.
1: So, thanks for that. Thank you so much for that, Dave. Flapjacks are muesli bars in Britain and America and Australia, but well, we don't use the word like that. But the Yanks, are flapjacks are a pancake. So, yeah. 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 There you go. There uh, are differences, cultural differences.
0: Unbreakable, M. Night Shyamalan did, which was good. Split, where that guy had like twenty six personalities.
1: Yeah. Um, was glass, that last
0: okay? six cents old? The visit. Did he do signs? That was a good
1: movie. Signs was great.
0: Signs was fucking awesome, dude. That used to scare me to death.
1: I re- I fucking love signs. It's a great movie, and yeah. it builds nicely, and it's fucking scary at the end when you're young.
0: he's made some movies. Has did he shangler. make um
1: copper Copperfield something? Copperfield,
0: no. Not that I can see. Hold on. Dude, it, if this is true, it's bizarre. He did. There's no way he did Stuart Little. Did he? It's saying here that he did. As I a director.
1: Well, I don't Click know. on Stuart Little and see if his name is that comes up as a director. Or is he like a producer or something?
0: See the connection. M. Night Shyamalan did an uncredited rewrite on the script and a very good one at that of the movie Green. Okay, so he he rewrote the screenplay. What
1: became of Stuart Little? The mouse? The mouse, yeah.
0: I mean, I don't think... Look, unfortunately, I think you probably got typecast into a lot of mouse roles, and I, th- you know, you probably want to branch out, but it's there's, there are limited roles in Hollywood because it is fucking elitist and, you know, exclusive in Hollywood. They've got weird standards of beauty, um, but, you know, that... If you're a mouse, you're struggling to to find work outside of you know hard and fast m- mouse characters.
1: Yeah, I know, but I don't think that's quite. I don't think that's fair or right. Like he could have played a human at a pinch.
0: I don't think it's right, Eddie. Like I'd love to see a sex scene between Stuart Little and Scarlett Johansson as much as anyone. <laughs> as much as the next guy. As much as the next guy, or or a gay scene between him and Brad Pitt.
1: Look, could Stuart Little? Pick up where, you know, Heath left Heath left off. And, you know, start... You know, can he play a role in Breakback Mountain 2? Maybe.
0: Stuart's revenge. <laughs> See him just fucking running a train on Jake in a tent <laughs> in the mountains.
1: <laughs> Stuart's revenge would be hot, sweaty work. Dude,
0: it'd be so good. He, I mean, I'm sure... And, you J- could... Jake's,
1: J- and Jake. Jake's up to it. He's a great actor.
0: Well, Jake's a great actor, but Jake also, I think, likes to test himself and... Getting fucked by what a What greater test
1: than getting a train run on you by a mouse in the mountains? <laughs> that's <laughs> Fucking hell, that's got Oscar written uh, all over it.
0: All over it. And you know what? From what I <laughs> from what I do know about Stuart, like he's prepared to sort of you know you know like um what's our old mate, American psycho, Batman Christian Bale. Christian Bale, yeah. Who just you would, you know, would do anything to change his body for, for a role, you know? Like, I don't see a world where Stuart would be, would have too much issue, like, shaving himself.
1: Oh, so you're, like, he's got to be a bit of method actor about him.
0: Method actor. If he needs to bulk up, if he's a Marvel character, or if he needs to get really skinny, like Christian Bale in The Machinist. Yes. Or, or like, uh, McConaughey in
1: Dallas Buyers. All great films. And I see, you know, Stuart's revenge has been as good, if not better than those two films. Oh, yeah. Based on what I know about Stuart and and the work I know he could put in for the, for the role. So, look, we'll wait with bated breath, I think.
0: Yeah. To see, you know... Well, just to see if Stuart even... Ha- Listen, clearly Hollywood's turned their back on the little mouse that could, but what we're doing here, I guess, is just trying to get him back in the conversation.
1: We're just trying to shine a light on a once-great actor who's fallen by the wayside due to, you know... Um, An 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 industry that doesn't That places You know perceived beauty Above above artistry Yeah And as artists ourselves Not here for it
0: Nah No I'm not I mean what What better than seeing Stuart Little In you know A fucking rom-com Opposite Hugh Grant And Emma Thompson Now we're talking You know what I mean What if he's a hobbit
1: is the rom-core, so it's Stuart Little, Emma Thompson, Emma, Emma, Emma Thompson, em, Emma Hugh Thompson and Hugh Grant, and and Grant and it's called Three's a Crowd.
0: <laughs> three's a Crowd, and basically Hugh all, Grant- Or
1: Room for One More.
0: No, I think I like Three's a Crowd, and it's Hugh Grant and Stuart Little, because in fairness, Stuart's probably the same age as Hugh Grant now. They'd be, very similar, ages, be yeah. very similar yeah. ages. They'd be very similar ages. So it's an elderly, like it's an older love story. Yes. You know- and they're dealing with they they've probably all got kids in the film that they're all dealing with. Well, they, I think they're alluded marriages. they're alluded to. Yeah, they're
1: spoken about, and there might be some teary moments. There's
0: just some hijinks as Stuart and and Hugh basically try and sabotage each other as they try to win the heart of Emma Thompson. That's
1: right. They're looking for one last love. Yeah, and sometimes you have got to play dirty if that's what you're after. Exactly. You know, do you want to spend the rest of your days alone? No. I assume it's a no. Yeah. Well, That's you're going to have cool. to play dirty.
0: Sometimes love, sometimes, it, you know, I'm just trying to think about how the trailer would play out now. Like, sometimes love has to be dirty. <laughs> and Stuart's just squeaking now Sometimes love and, doesn't
1: come easy.
0: Yeah. You've got you've got bloody Hugh Grant literally like setting up mouse traps trying to kill Stuart. <laughs> anyway, we don't want to ruin the ending. Anyway, hilarity in shoes.
1: Yeah. And, you know, all of a sudden you've got, you know, another Oscar, another Oscar winner. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm hesitant to sit here and keep rolling out more gold, Tom, because I feel like we're just giving execs a fucking yeah. sure ball to, you know, a billion dollar film. But no, nah,
0: I'm not ready to give that up.
1: No, nah, not all of it. No, not ready. So maybe we fucking pack her up.
0: Mate, I think this is probably as good a time as any, uh, to wrap up another phenomenal podcast. Shout out to Stuart Little, Little Mouse It Could. Shout out to all of you as the rain comes back in. And we prepare to go play golf in it. Um, I guess we'll see you next week. Bye-bye. Could you two just not talk anymore?